Thanks for tuning in. This is episode number 120. Today we are on day nine of our uh, at Christmas Advent reading. Um, I want to thank you for taking the time to join me on these daily episodes. I pray that they have been a blessing to you. Um, before we jump in, I do want to just be intentional about, um, again, thanking you for those that have been in prayer for the warehouse gatherings. Um, I know that God has an intention and I want to be in tune and in step with that. And so I thank you for praying. Uh, I ask that you would continue to do so, that God would open doors that need opened and shut others that need shut. Uh, so I want to thank you for that. And then lastly, um, on the description show notes, there are links to, I have uh, four books that are available. Uh, if, you, if you don't know about those yet, they are uh, available through Amazon. So uh, you can find the links in the show episode notes. And if you have any special requests on episodes, uh, please send me an email. I'd love to uh, to look at those. The Bible Study Podcasts, that's with an S, at gmail.com. Uh, let me know what you'd like to hear in future episodes. So we're going to jump into today's reading for day nine. Uh, and it is out of First Peter chapter 2 verses we're going to do verse about verse 20 through 25 so this is actually our first new testament scripture in our daily reading and of course though it is going to detail as we'll find detail um past event so um just i pray this is a blessing and then we'll jump right into it and it says this but if you suffer for doing good and you endure it, this is commendable before God. To this you were called, because Christ suffered for you, leaving you an example that you should follow in his steps. He committed no sin and no deceit was found in his mouth. That's a quote from the passage Isaiah 53, 9. Verse 23 says, When they hurled their insults at him, he did not retaliate. When he suffered, he made no threats. Instead, he entrusted himself to him who judges justly. He himself bore our sins in his body on the cross so that we might die to sins and live for righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed, for you were like sheep going astray. But now you have returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. You know, I, when I think about this, something jumps out at me just here in the moment. Peter tells us that Christ suffered, leaving an example that we should follow. Now, that's not to just say we should suffer like Christ suffered. Of course, there is that expectation that the Christian will experience in their journey suffering. 
how if our master suffered, how do we think we can escape suffering? We cannot, and we will not. To some degree, in some fashion, it will come. Um, in this world, you will have trouble. So, but something, though, that I think is fascinating as I am just digesting this in the moment, when he left this as an example, perhaps we should pay more attention to his action in the, in the moment of his suffering. For example, it says in verse 23, when they hurled their insults at him, he did not retaliate. How many of us Christians when insulted or ridiculed or taken advantage of or misidentified, how many of us retaliate in those moments to perhaps defend ourselves, to defend our integrity or to defend our position, to, to establish the why behind what we're doing? And these defenses may be good intentioned, but we see here in this moment, Jesus did no such thing. When they hurled their insults at him, he did not retaliate. When he suffered, he made no threats. He just took what they uh, gave to him. Perhaps this is behavior that we should pay more attention to, that we should practice more often. But rather, he entrusted himself to him who judges justly. Well, that's talking about the Father, talking about God. He entrusted himself, not judging those or retaliating those who would come against him, but rather left that to God to do. But rather, he himself bore our sins in his body so that we, we may die to sins and live for righteousness. Um, I was looking at a passage earlier today as we kind of wrap this one up. Without blood, there is no remission of sins. I think I see some correlation to that here. In his body, he bore our sins so that we may die to sins and live for righteousness. I, I can see here a parallel between his blood atoning for our sin and his resurrection giving us life for or unto righteousness. So it is through his it is through his blood or his death that we are atoned, that our sins are reconciled now to God. And it is through his resurrection that we can find this abundant life, both in eternity and in the present. So as we conclude this episode, I pray that it is a blessing to you that God will open your eyes to scriptures that you've perhaps always read, but now maybe see or understand for the first time new and fresh. Um, I thank you for taking the time to join me on this episode, and we'll see you on the next one. God bless.
I would trade a million lifetimes for a moment here with you.